Thank you, Trevor. Good morning. Welcome to Embracing Change, Talking Through Trauma. And today my guest is Jenny Jennings. And Jenny and I have done multiple <laughs> Embracing Changes over the past two years. And we today we're going to talk about um, the joy, finding joy in the season. But before we get to that point of it, Jenny and I are going to talk just a little bit about what we've the, the journey that we've been on the past mm, pretty much year is we completed nervous system integration facilitation training with Chantel Lopez and Ann Bishop. And so which means that we are um, we've done a lot a deep dive into the nervous system from the science of the nervous system or the polyvagal theory to teaching other people what the nervous system is all about. And so our conversation today is actually going to revolve around the, the nervous system. So Jenny, I think you, uh, and Jenny lives in Minneapolis and I'm in Michigan. Um, we both are Pilates instructors. Um, I would have to say for myself, I dabble probably in a little bit more Pilates and yoga are my go-tos right now. So, and Jenny, do you have a quote you wanted to say? I do. I'm going to um, um, add on to something you said is do, starting this program, which was almost a year ago, my mindset going into it is I'm going to learn this to help other people to incorporate it into my practice. But the reality, the reality, the true reality is how much it impacted me. Oh yeah, and, and and then quickly in starting the program, I had to give up for a bit teaching it to other people to just teach it to myself, and that and and why we're why I bring that up now is the little tidbits, little little teeny mini mini vignettes we want to talk about today that can help you through this season, help you stay in a place of joy, help you not be too triggered by the trauma of the season. Okay, I do have a quote. Um, it's one that I have, I have maybe four quotes in front of me, but I'm gonna get to this one. Uh, Through the art of reflection, you have the power to shape your system in the direction of safety and connection. That's from Deb Dana, Polyvagal yep. exercises for safety and connection. So part of uh, she's she is one of the books she wrote is was pretty much our textbook in our learning, and she comes from more the mental health world. And one of our goals in our program is to bring it more into the movement world. Um, so that's that. Why I chose this quote is. Connection is part of the key to joy. And although Tammy and I have really only been in person once, I think we did a thing, we have a deep connection even through Zoom. We do, we do. And I, I think it's important to note that you can find connections in lots of ways and don't discount that as an avenue to joy. I just want to say too, Jenny, it's, I said both of us were Pilates and I was Pilates and yoga, but it's so been infused into all of my teachings. Like the nervous yeah. system is infused to everything that I do. 
but you, we talk about like this work and I see it happening. Like we want to bring it into the movement community, but I can honestly tell you that because of my past background and bringing everything together, I've seen it like segue into the mental health communities. I've seen it segue into um, just even teachings at the college level where I'm going to be doing like in a few weeks. And I, I, I think that it's, I'm trying to remain very open about the direction, the the especially trauma-informed movement and the nervous system, integrating them together and where it's going to take me. So, and I know that you've done a lot within your own studio as well as you've got some things a brewing in the background. <laughs> yeah, I think I think what you just said is really important. You know, I mean, I keep it open, and one of the challenges for me is feeling like I should I should be staying in my lane and then realizing that my lane has expanded to being a much wider lane and uh in doing that it just feels right and and not only does it feel right i get the feedback from clients about oh yay this feels so good and i and it's not just that i did it is that they showed up and connected with me i have a skill level you have a skill level that we can do this work. It's a skilled level of, of what we're doing. And, and, and then I continue to get more skilled about it. Yeah. And I think that it's, you're absolutely right about it. It, You know, I, you know, I'm just going to say that if anybody is interested, like in working with Jenny or I, but it's a connection with your own nervous system first, and then you can begin to relate it and, and apply it and layer it on out with your clients. And Jenny and I did like case studies and many, 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 many hours of honing our own skills over the course of the past year. And people kind of and, laugh. And we're that. not done. No. I mean, and I, even though we finished this course, it's like finishing anything. When you finish, it's the beginning again. Yeah. And, and yeah. I, you know, I'm such a, I, it's such a, a, a commitment I have that I don't even feel bad about being in the beginning. I feel, don't feel bad at all. It's like being in the beginning with all this information. It's super fun. But, but I think it's also, I, like, I like to, I, like, I, like to, I have likened it to taking a graduate course. Yes. Or, or taking, or, or going back and taking, I mean, this is not unlike anything I've ever done as far as like Pilates or yoga or any of the, like a movement type of, of and when you're applying something this different, and it gets so personal for you first, going going deep within yourself to figure out what is my body telling me, what is my nervous system telling me. So, and this that's might where- be a great. This might be a great place. I have one more quote from Joseph Pilates, so we can kind of circle <laughs> in with that. And it might be a great time, Tammy, to just do like a five minute nervous system practice, so people yeah. can can have an experience when they see it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Let me read awesome. Joseph Pilates. Sure. Um, all the, that any normal body should require is a change from whatever it has previously been subjected to. Oh, yes. <laughs> so why I particularly chose this one, I mean, he has so many quotes, breathing, blah, blah. This one is fits into the nervous system because it, it, it's, it's, it's the awareness and the reflection 
and the ability to note, shift, note differently is part of the journey of shifting your, your nervous system. So if we, if I look at how Joseph in his knowing before even the vagal nerve was a thing that people talked about, he wrote this quote, he knew something and he knew that, that you have to be open to a change and maybe even be surprised by it. And then to make the shift to change. And then, yeah. And that's where, you know, his work came in. Um, And then, and then I'm going to say one more because I love quotes because it gets us thinking. Um, And this is from a whole different source. So this is what I like, like you pull out of the polyvagal theory and, and find other people that are thinking that way and putting it in, especially in the Pilates world. This is not a Pilates quote at all. You might have even posted this one, Tammy. Um, it says, nothing happens until something moves. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Albert Einstein. Mm-hmm. And, and you go, okay, well, Albert Einstein knew something too. And when you think about both Joseph Pilates and Albert Einstein were so long ago, well, still in this, still, I mean, in the last century, but not like centuries ago, yeah, but before I, modern medicine was, um, or the modern world was, was able to un- understand this part of the part of our, I mean, we've known about fight or flight, but we didn't know how much it was affected or, or the, the understanding of the vagal nerve as part of that. Well, and you know, what's really interesting is, so I have worked with children and I'm not going to go into like, but I did it for a long, long time. And this was like in the, like the late nineties. And, you know, we were talking a lot about the fight, flight or freeze. So I was working indirectly with the nervous system Mm -hmm. all those many years Mm -hmm. ago. It wasn't until I started. And I think that that's what really drew me to the work was because we can talk about fight, flight, or freeze, and now there's new ones too as well, but most people know what that fight, flight, or freeze means, but really deep down inside, what does that truly mean? What does it feel like? What does it feel like? What does it feel like if you're, a, if you put yourself in a fight or flight constant state, it's going to fry you out is what happens. It's going to yeah. make you not the person you really are and it also becomes your normal oh tammy you froze yeah it's all freezing jenny i know <laughs> i'll cut That's it up. okay it's like it's whatever in the world okay yeah. so let's do this let's do this um do you want to lead or shall i lead all right a little sure, should I, I lead can. a little? I can. All right. Okay. So let's so let's do a, so wherever you are, just let's find just a little bit of wiggle. Um, if you're sitting in a chair or on a couch, whatever you're sitting on, this is gonna be short, it's not gonna be really long. And I want you to just wiggle back and forth, maybe even like grounding through your feet. So lifting your feet up off the floor and then just placing them down, but allow your feet to first feel grounded, mm-hmm. and then allow your hips to feel grounded in your chair. And let's just start by bringing your hands to 
the tops of your legs or on the sides of the chair, whatever's comfortable for you. And maybe just allowing your, your eyes to downcast here and just check in with yourself. And let's come to focus with your breath before we do anything. And just take a big, big, big deep breath in and just gently let it go. And finding that sigh at the end. Oh. Yeah, now just allow yourself to just scan your body from head to toe. We're not going to get fancy here. And just acknowledge how you're feeling without judgment. But be curious about why you're feeling like you are. If you're holding tension or if you're just even relaxed. But if your body's holding tension, it's telling us something. So just be an observer and check in. Now from here, let's bring our hands together and create a little bit of warmth. So we're gonna rub the palms of our hands together and create a little bit of warmth between our hands. And allow yourself, once they become a little bit of warmth, to place your hands on your body where, you're, where you need that extra warmth, especially if you live in a cold climate. So allow yourself to let them come to rest on any part of your body that needs it. Find that nurturing quality. So support yourself where, with your hands wherever you need to be. So let your breath fill in that space to continue to support you, even though you're supported by whatever you're seated on and your hips are grounded and your feet are grounded. Now gently close your eyes and breathe into that space. And if it feels right, allow yourself to gently fold yourself slowly forward. And as you come forward, you can let your hands rest on your thighs to support you. There's a number of things that you can do. So let yourself feel supported. Maybe your head in your hands, if your hands are in your neck or your face. But so oftentimes, so let yourself feel that support. And again, go back to whatever, go back and revisit. You know, what does my body need this morning? And take this time to, to nurture yourself with it. Now with your next breath, just go ahead and come up. And take another breath in. And that's just a little short nervous system work there, right there for you. So. All right, let's talk about it just for other people's sake. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to reflect on what I was feeling so that people have a context of the possibility. Yes. So a um, couple things that Tammy did was settle us, ask us to observe anything without judgment, find something that was carrying tension or chilly or call to our attention in my body it's it was my upper abs upper abdominal area i have i keep a tight tight grip on my tummy it's just what i do working on it so in her that's where i directed my breath to 
soften it, to feel the liquid, to move it around and to be into it. And then a little forward fold, which was the perfect cue for me that I had to actually, you know, forward fold into it without abdominals. And then when I come back up, I'm, I'm, I'm a little softer and I feel lighter in my world. And I and I say this because you might be have done that along with us and you're like, ah, I don't get it. And then the more you practice, it's not like everything lifts and is all better. It's something shifts, a drop shifts and a drop can lead us in a different, can be a whole different direction. And I want to just say that, you know, everybody, like our, like our bodies tell a story where we hold our tension. And and it's sometimes you got to really drop into your body to figure out where it is or what your default is, so to speak, when you do begin to feel the tension in your body. So it could be tight, tense shoulders. It could be issues with your feet or issues with your hips. So there's a multitude. So our body, our body stores all of those past stories that get embedded into our hips or embedded into, into Jenny's belly and my feet or whatever it may be. But it's really, um, it takes time. And this is, this work, I'm just going to say with consistency and continuity, it works. Really works. And, and it's important to note. I mean, I, I think we always, uh, it's much easier to identify tension than a good feeling. But it's important to recognize that the, the spectrum is also that that feels great feeling. I, I, I'm a really neutral, pleasant person right now. That it, it isn't always finding what is terrible. It's also finding what is successful and happy and freeing and joyful. But I think to it, um, coming into... Like the, I, we're just, get, I, I just want to say the change of seasons, because like even uh-huh. going from fall to winter and I, and it, you know, everybody, where everybody lives, the, the changes of season, they might only be for a short amount of time. But when you think about the seasons of our lives and how, I don't know, you, you've got, when I say that, I mean, it, it's just things shift and change, just like you talked about with Joseph's, um, and, and, and it's just the awareness of things shift and change for us. And we're no, I mean, we're never the same people twice. You know, we're, I mean, right. I, the body and the energy that goes along with it. And so, and, I, and how, and how this kind of work that we're trained to do can offer a, 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 a clear way to have resiliency in those moments that you, you, you know, like I'm going to show you, like I, I keep, this isn't my regular calendar, but this is just the extras. You know, it's December. There's always extra in December. <laughs> so the, and so that can cause me a little, a little, sometimes a lot of stress. And how do I keep my personal energy up? How do I keep not, you know, the places I can go because it's a lot. Swear to God, three good breaths. And part of why three good breaths works for me is because I've really trained myself that three good breaths are going to be a shift because sometimes that's all I have time for. Mm-hmm. 
So you used the word, this is going to be um, not fancy or it's going to be simple, not nothing, nothing too much. And, and when you go deeper and it gets to be much more, it's in service of so that three good breaths can do what a half an hour of intense nervous work can do. You're training your body to tap into the resiliency. So when those moments of stress, of anxiety, of discomfort, of pain, you can quickly make a shift that's the beauty of it and when you begin to notice the change in the shift and you and you you and you feel that once and then you go oh i just need to breathe again and you begin to and it comes it, it becomes like a go to another layer in your toolbox so to speak and like when you think about like Yours is, is breath work. Mine, I would also say, is breath work. But sometimes just even shifting my, through my feet. And I know that's yes. going to sound odd. But, it's, but shifting through my feet from a standing or even like seated, like shifting from my feet. And I know that that's... It well, now let's, let's, let's talk about... Uh, I mean, I talked about breath, shifting oh. through your feet. Like there's a... It's not like my my three breaths is going to do the same as your three breaths, but so you shift for your feet. The here I'm going to name three other things that I do, and maybe you have three other things. Um, I uh, sometimes just like turning myself in a full circle. Oh, you know, so I'm literally shifting what I see, and I come back, and my vision is different. I will shake my hands. I mean, some things I can do in privacy and some things I have to do like it's public and I got heightened and I will just start to shake my hands, shake my hands. And I, it, I have trained myself that shaking my hands will shift me. Turning in a circle will shift me. So these are things that I can do. And I mean, people might talk about me. I'm used to that. <laughs> But, uh, you know, the, the public, the public things you can do, and then the private things that can be a little bit more. And then the other thing I do is I'll, I'll hold my hands and I'll just rub the center of my hand. Mm -hmm. And it can be enough to shift my nervous system from feeling like it's wrapped tight to that it's expanded. So for me, the three breaths are always available and I use those too. But when I say shift my feet, like if I'm standing, it might be more of a sway or yeah. even, or even just a step forward or a step back, but it's grounding my feet um, is really helpful. And then I like side bending and, oh. and it can be, I, mean, I like side bending and you know, it's like you can drop a pen on the floor if you've got a slide pen and you can reach down and pick it up. Um, but I also find that it's it's just cathartic for me, like, like side bending because it's opening up my breast space. But also I like like just just even open through my heart center and so soften through my shoulders because I carry a lot of um, tension in my shoulders and it's just softening through my shoulders. And so consciously just thinking about just even dropping my shoulders. And that I would say would be probably shifting, dropping my shoulders, breathing. And another one I like to do is just even I have like, cause again, it gets rid of the tension in my neck or 
just sitting still and letting my eyes go to the right, hold them until I either sigh, double swallow, or yawn, and then bring them back to center. And that one, I've used that multiple times, like with my clients in the, in the studio, because it's something that you can do and people don't even realize you're doing it. So, or yes, like you we know. are, we, we can be very, very sneaky with clients, which I have no problem doing. <laughs> so I, so note that Tammy and I have listed probably 12 little things, little hacks, I call them little hacks that are pedestrian. You know, I, 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 it's like they're pedestrian, like wherever you are, you can, you know, you feel it. We all have our, our, our tells like is, is your tell your neck gets sore. My tell is I feel my, my tummy just tense up. And then I, I sometimes I have to step back and go, why is that happening? Yeah. And then I go, doesn't matter why it's happening. It's happening. Ha, huh? relax, shake my hands better. And it's not like the world is perfect, it, but then it lets me get to the next step and the next step and the next step and the next step. So I'm not going to bed that night a, bun, a mess. Yeah. And, and I think that coming into the changing of the seasons uh, is just so much more important because we're around, you know, lots more people whether you're out shopping or you've got family events to go to, or you've got holiday parties that you need to go to and just being around things that could cause you to feel anxious. <laughs> I mean, I I'm going to say something to your group. We do that. And yeah. going out to a party and you have to put on a proper bra causes me anxiety. in COVID where we haven't really had to do I mean and now I'm like oh that shirt looks terrible on me I gotta go go back in the back of the drawer pull out the proper one and I'm like oh that's anxious so I why I even say that is it it you you can have these triggers and it doesn't have to be identifying uh, it often is but it doesn't have to be because it was a big trauma that happened in your life that's not anything we're saying it is absolutely going to help that, but it's going to help the little things too. And little things put on top of little things put on top of little things become big things. Um, yeah, I love Tammy's thing she said about shifting on her feet because I, I you know, since she said that, I go, I think I do that unconsciously a lot. But now I'm going to pay really good attention. And, and, and that's something the, this audience can do. What is something that you do unconsciously that might be actually helping your nervous system that you haven't quite identified? And part of this shifting is awareness. But Jenny, I would have to say to you that it didn't, it didn't, it took me a long time to figure that out. But your feet, I, you're shifting, yeah. Yeah, but once I started figuring it out, I've been doing that shifting for many, many, many years because yeah. I used to work with children and it would be a way that I could get them to co-regulate because I would sway with them. And that's yeah. where 
the whole shifting, like for me personally, but it's now it was, it was uh, initially it was comforting for the children. But I think for me, shifting is obviously comforting for me as well. Just like rocking. Um, yeah. Like, it, it, like Rocky, if there's a, if there's a rocking chair, I'm going to be sitting in it because I find yeah. it to be comforting and soothing. But I, I just think that when you can find your triggers, but then also find the glimmers. So a glimmer would be mm. joy. A glimmer would be like what, you know, like Jenny and I having this conversation, this is a glimmer in our day today <laughs> because we, well, yes, we've talked and yes, we've seen each other, but we haven't done one of these, an embracing change since March. And a lot has changed since March for both Jenny and I, a lot, um, a lot of has shifted. So, but I think that when you can find peace within your, like even for a few minutes to find peace or joy within yourself to help you, it's just um, and I know Jenny and I've talked about this many times, but Jenny wants to use the nervous system and help me if I say this wrong, Jenny, for world peace. And yeah, I, it's, I, I, uh, I should define how not, not, all right. I'm going to just talk real briefly about that, but I'm going to respond to what you said is, is the result of doing this nervous system work in a little way or a big way is to be able to find the glimmers and it presents as joy and hope. Yes. And when you have joy and hope, and I have a relationship with another human being in that truth of joy and hope, that honesty of joy and hope, that is world peace. It's how I define it. It's not in the bigger way of no war. We want that. Everyone in the world wants that. How I think of it is one conversation at a time. Yeah. So this is a conversation I'm having with Tammy. She's going to put this out there. That means this conversation is heard. That means that my manifesto of world peace is working. Yeah. And I do it one conversation at a time, one happy thought at a time mm -hmm. is how I is how I lean into my my feeling about world peace. And I would say to you, when I first started talking about trauma-informed movement, and people would say I would be too hard with it. That was my, my definition was, is I wanted to be trauma education and awareness. And now I have to add on to that. I want to bring to integrating the nervous system in with it because it can really bring so much more resilience and peace within peace yes. within. And yeah yeah and so you're you know you're not there you're like this is how tammy and i are we're we're like parallel roads and sometimes tammy goes up there and sometimes i go down there and then we come back here and we're just learning this material and applying it in our, and who we are in our personality, in our character, in our practice, 
And that's the beauty of this work. Like it, it were it it that with this work, we call it this work. I, I feel like some of this conversation, people go, I have no idea what they're talking about. And you're basically talking about how you identify when you're out of sorts for whatever reason in in all the different ways that the autonomic nervous system can present, which is human. We are designed to go through all of those states, the happy states, the sad states, the fight or flight states, the calm states. We're designed to do that. But you know, you want the idea is that we're just designed to float up and down it, not to stay in one place. Mm -hmm. so and it's can, not forced. It's yeah, and it's then not forced. Can, and, and then that that understanding then places you where you can be just a better human being in whatever your world is. And then if you're a better human being, you might find a little hope, you might find a little more joy, and you might be even a better, not just your citizenship of the world, but who you are. And, and I, I know it's grandiose, but that's what I think. Well, and I think too, it's um, when we are looking at so, so much of like, like bringing, bringing this work into Pilates. And I know that I've had some people say to me, um, especially around the trauma work, it's outside the scope of practice. We've had other people even say, and it, and we, meaning with the nervous system work, are very cautious to say, we're not talking about this from, a, a, it, you know, we're staying in our lane. You know, people in the mental health world, yes, they're talking about nervous system, but there's a lot of people out there right now that are talking about the nervous system. But I would say to you, the listeners, that I have had a, like, I loved the work because I like the science behind all of it mm -hmm. and how you can look at it. And we're working from a biopsychosocial model and that it it's thoroughly can be integrated into yoga, Pilates, any kind. I mean, it, there's even trauma-informed weightlifting, but there's, but a lot of this stuff is still the same, but I'm saying to you, placing a heavier emphasis on the nervous system and looking at how it can be integrated and changed. Um, I have clients right now that I'm working with that um, I just posted something yesterday. And basically she told me that she felt heard and she felt seen. And that meant that I knew that I was doing my job. Yeah. Um, to hold space for her. And it's, you know, there's a lot of people that right now, especially during like the holiday season, I'm just going to say that, that have a really difficult time and it's holding space, but it's also allowing people to move through that ebb and flow of their own nervous system. Um, Without with, judgment. Yes. Yeah. And with, yeah. and I, and, and with empathy and compassion is how I look at it too, because we all have our moments, all of us. Yeah. <laughs> we can't, we can't not. So I was um, teaching this morning. My I teach a, a, a math class on Zoom. <laughs> what do I do for a living? And I always say, "How's everyone doing?" You know, it's Saturday. People are different than during the week. They just start. And one of the my participants, she said, "Ah, oh, I'm okay." And I go, "Well, you don't sound very convincing." She goes, yeah, I'm not always great. And it really struck me. She goes, I'm not bad. I'm just okay today. That 
we can be just okay and be good. And we can be great and be good. And we can be kind of less than okay and still be good. But when I'm, when I'm a little less than okay, I know that I need to tap into some of this work, this nervous system. I, I mean, there's a lot of little things I do so that I don't drop below just okay. I can be just okay. I'm like, yeah, that's how I am. I mean, it was, it, it just struck me. Yeah. And, and that's interesting. Um, because you know you I know you teach I teach via I teach in person and via zoom as well and it's like it's just really interesting when you can see because you get to know people whether it's through the camera or in person so and right. and there's and, and there's subtle and why we ask the question and, you know and you have to I have a lot of different ways to ask that question you know in a group and a private who the person is um and and because we have trust I get honest answers and then I can, I can skew my language or skew how I'm going to do things or present it or, you know, start with 10 minutes of nervous work versus just movement or put it in somewhere else that it just, I, I, as a practitioner embedding the nervous system work in my classes, almost always, Sometimes a little sneakily, sometimes very right up front, we're going to do nervous work right now. Nervous system work. Um, it, it's That's the skill. Like back to how you started with the, the getting comfortable with the skill and staying in scope. I'm really glad that you brought that up because we're not trying to fix people in whatever they've been through. We're trying to give them their own options. But... We are, but I want to also say, Jenny, that I feel that the work that we've done with Chantel Lopez and Ann Bishop is on the cutting edge. There's oh, nobody yeah. else that's had this kind of training that you and I've had because they Chantel and Chantel specifically has worked side by side, Deb Dana and Stephen Porges, to help create um, and the the work that we're doing right now. So with with their blessing. Yes. With yeah. with Deb Dana and Stephen Porch's blessing. Um yeah, it's pretty exciting. Yeah. It's pretty and exciting. I I also want to just say too that earlier um I was invited to do um it's called the Safe and Sound Protocol, which mm -hmm. is using another another avenue to explore, but using music to help people with their nervous system. And I was I had to go through like, I don't know, maybe six hours of training. And I was so, I told Chantel, I was so honored because so much of the nervous system part of it, I already knew the yeah. language was a little bit different, but yeah, those are, and I, and I will be infusing it with my clients at some point, but right now it's still, it's, I just tucked it back there. It's, That's it's the new, new stuff. And, 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 and frankly, and we'll say this and then it's probably um, yeah. all the time I have is, is, once you hear the word vagal nerve, nervous system, it you'll start seeing it everywhere. Many, many people have things to say about it. And it, it's, it's good to get an understanding. Um, but I, I'm going to reiterate what, what Tammy said is how we're trying to learn it, incorporate it, is 
beyond just for your mental health. It's, and, and that's an important distinction because I'm not a licensed therapist on, on any level, but I believe shifts can happen with good movement. I believe a hundred percent that if you shift with an understanding of your nervous system, you're going to find world peace. I mean, it's like the, it's a clear avenue in my mind. But I also think that it's incorporating the movement pieces of it. Yes. That is so critical. It's so critical because it unlocks so much in our bodies. So. And we're moving, we're moving beings. Yes. Yeah. I mean, most of humanity, most humans are. Yeah. So Jenny, thank you so much for joining me today on this episode. And um, I look forward to one in a few more months. <laughs> this was great. This was yeah. so great. Thank you, That's Tammy. So. All right. Thank you. Hold on just a minute, Jenny.